This week on Inside Motorsport, we catch up with Michael Smith from Motorsport Australia. Part one of the interview coming up today. I hope you'll stay with us. To Motorsport Australia, formerly known as CAMS, in a moment. But first to Sydney Motorsport Park, where the supercars had their second event in a row at the Sydney's venue. It was Scott McLaughlin who won race one, Nick Perkett who won race two, and in race three, it was Jack LeBrock getting his maiden win in the supercar series. Who spoke about getting the first win for Tickford Racing of 2020? Uh, yeah, no, I suppose it's pretty cool. Um, any chance, time we can do that, and Tickford's had a pretty good start to the year with, uh, with Cam and Lee uh, wrapping up a few podiums between them. So, uh, yeah, it's cool to, to join those fellas up there and um, me to get my first flight away. So, yeah, the guys do an awesome job. I think we, we went into the weekend trying a, a few different things and I think we found a little bit more car speed as the weekend went on. Um, so, it's cool. I'm just looking forward to getting there. A few more rounds under our belt and uh, yeah, hopefully add to that tally for the boys and girls. The start of the, the, start of the weekend, we are always going to write Saturday off with hard tyres. That was always our plan to sort of give us a better opportunity at um, a better Sunday and the plan wasn't actually to, to put all the eggs in one basket for one race today, but we uh, had a bit of a, a bump and a um, bit of mischief at the start of our race two this morning. So um, we decided just to put another set of hearts on it and, um, yeah, press on from there and, uh, yeah, end up working out all right. So pretty happy. There's been a lot of controversy about the formats over the last couple of races where they've limited tyres in different ways. This weekend, it was hard and soft compounds being limited, which then meant if you ran your soft tyres early, you didn't have anything later on in the weekend to fight with. Scott McLaughlin and Fabian Coulthard both spoke about what happens with this type of racing. I, I personally, I think uh, the... the <clears throat> The soft tire last week. If we were like did what we did last week, where we had just the same compound, I I, I like that better. Um, but whether I like even, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's uh, yeah, absolutely it mixes the results up, and you get different winners and stuff like that. It's all about who does the right job at the right time. It's just at one point during the weekend, you are absolute sitting duck, um, and and uh, just trying, like I said, not trying to get t-bone. So. It's um yeah, it is what it is, and and just sort of make the most of it. On our side, we made the most of it. We won the round, um, but yeah, like just running around fourteenth is a bit bit strange, and and still being able to be you know say that's competitive is for me. Uh, you know, racing's I feel like it's, it's meant to be different. Well, we're in crazy times with this whole virus thing, and we're making the racing pretty crazy with different winners as well. So, um, for me. I think certain tracks it works on. This one's an abrasive track. Um, there's lots of dig anyway, so I think you could come here with one compound and uh, and have a, just as good a race rather than mixing up the compounds. So um, is it right or wrong? I don't know. You know, we finished first and third for the round. Um, you know, I would have said we had a reasonable weekend. The Supercar Series will move to Darwin now where they're running two events, two weekends in a row, starting on the 8th of August. Well, we're joined by Motorsport Australia's Michael Smith. And, Michael, it's been crazy times across all of the country. But for Motorsport Australia, you're trying to get the Nationals competition up and running and announcements in the last few weeks that you've rejigged the calendar once again. It are crazy times. But how has it been in the offices of Motorsport Australia for what you've been able to achieve with a new name and then... You know, all the stuff that 
you have to normally do has perhaps been put on hold for other stuff that you really wanted to do. Yeah, thanks, Craig, and thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's been busy, I'd have to say. That's probably an understatement. Um, I mean, leading into to this crisis, we had a name change. We've moved our head office and we've also uh, implemented a new IT system. So people thought we were crazy doing that all at once. And I have to say, in hindsight, we probably were. But since March and COVID-19, we've, um, we've been particularly busy obviously dealing with the inevitable consequence that that's had on the sport and trying to make sure that we can uh, get that going again and under our return to race strategy uh, and supporting all of our major championships and clubs in resuming. So that's consumed a lot of our time. And then, of course, you mentioned the, uh, the Shannon Motorsport Australia Championships and we've had to be pretty nimble, I have to say, in terms of... Um, you know, with the, the ever-changing nature of this crisis, flexible with dates and, and the very complex jigsaw puzzle of uh, liaising with circuits and availability on their particular venues and then marrying that up or trying to marry that up with various categories that we have run with us. So it's been a very busy few months that, that, uh, for certain. But we've also been, certainly from our own team's point of view, we've been taking the opportunity also look at some more forward-thinking or strategic projects and a lot of our team have been looking at some uh, some pretty exciting stuff I have to say I mean there's, there's some things that I guess internally we've thought geez I wish we could do that or I wish we could do this differently or whatever and we're really now taking the opportunity to strip back some of the things that we've done a certain way for a long time and reviewing all that to find better and easier and simpler and more efficient ways for our members to engage with us but also, um, you know, how can we make motorsport in this country better, bigger, more popular for everyone? With governments having so much on their uh, so much on their agenda, just to manage business, Motorsport Australia had done a lot of liaison with these governments to try and increase the awareness and also the opportunities for clubs to be able to get funding. How have those sort of tasks, have they had to stop entirely or have you, have you actually been able to have some productive discussions with uh, ministers who might not be in the front line of the COVID situation? No, actually, I'd have to say, Craig, we've had a terrific level of engagement with government uh, throughout this period and, and um, Eugene O'Rocker in particular, our CEO, is used constantly engaged with both federal and state governments all across the country. Um, I mean, it's, I guess it's important to note and also making government understand that our sport is hurting at the moment, but what is important in all this is it's, it's really not just a sport, it's also an industry. I mean, we're a, a $3.5 billion business to the Australian economy every year and we employ as a sport around 15,000 full-time people um, so that's that's a that's an industry, and so communicating that to government and ensuring that they provide us the support we need to be able to get through all this has been um, really important for us. And I have to say, the government have been terrific, and they've been willing to listen to us uh, in some states more than others. They've been providing us the level of support and advice. They've been really helpful with us in engaging with our return to race strategy and proactive in trying to ensure that we can get going again in the, in the safest possible way. So 
there's constant dialogue with government across all spectrums, whether it's health, sport, recreation, and or tourism, where we're uh, engaging with government perhaps more than ever at the moment. What is interesting is that a number of clubs have already been able to get back into action, whether we look at uh, the rally at the Bay a few weeks ago now and the North Shore Sporting Car Club and the numbers of participants that have been probably sitting in there polishing their cars and just itching to get out and now are starting to see some opportunities to be able to participate. Yeah, that's a really interesting point. I mean, we before all this happened, we were due to start the first round of the Australian Rally Championship in Canberra, and we were looking at, at the strongest entry list I reckon we've had in this uh, ARC round for many, many years. So there's no doubt there's been, a, a, I think, a bit of a reinvigoration of, of rallying or the ARC this, this year. Then to see the Rally of the Bay run a couple of weeks ago with such a strong entry list and such a strong competitor group, um, we were obviously con- concerned at moments throughout this crisis that we would lose a substantial amount of our competitor base, but to see the, the strong entry list that that event had and also to see how well that was run um, was really pleasing for us. We'll have part two of our interview with Michael Smith up next week here on Inside Motorsport. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.